Today, we are going to be speaking about good anger. And I know that sounds like it's going to be counterproductive because you're like, wait, none of my anger can be good anger. But Leah, our therapist friend, is going to try to attempt to teach you that actually your anger can have a lot of benefits. And we'll get into it with this mini Mama's Boy episode today. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a Mama's Boy. You're not just any Mama's Boy. You're a certified Mama's Boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, how are you? This is a little mini episode of Certified Mama's Boy, about half the time, maybe the first time you check this show out. Uh, every Monday, we do bring Leah on, but these episodes are a smidge longer. I'm traveling as we speak right now. That's why this uh, today and tomorrow are going to be a little bit shorter. Today is the 5th of June. This our podcast is based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my, my co-host today is Leah Aguirre, everybody. <laughs> you got to do the whoop whoops. You got to do the shout outs. You got to do everything. There's a lot of responsibility today. Or hi, honey. Let's see. Now, you, now, now you've got the role. All right. if, if something happens to Nancy, now you're obligated to I'm step in. her. As, uh, step in as the official co-host of Certified Mama's Boy. Um, okay, so I want to. We're going to talk about two different things today on this podcast. Number one, because Leah loves to talk about pop culture. Her her Love dream it. in life is to be a, a morning radio DJ. I feel like I really uh, would do well. I she think. just wants to talk about pop culture. So uh, when we have these little bit longer episodes, we'll break it down. One of the things that was announced mm, three weeks ago was this Golden Bachelor show. Ooh, three weeks ago. It, it, well, I mean, by the time this gets released, yes. Go, oh, oh, play shit. along. <laughs> play along, okay. <laughs> Damn it, Leah. I'm like, I'm late to the game. Make it seem I... like this okay, is sorry. in real time, okay? Okay, sorry. Okay. So when we recorded this three weeks ago, okay, it just it. been announced. Um, okay. So uh, I wanted to get your take. Because number one, I know you're a fan of reality TV. Yes. Um, and of these dating shows in general. Yes. And I also, as a therapist, I'm kind of wondering your take on, I guess from both angles, of how you're feeling. In case you don't know, Golden Bachelor is, uh, I think they said it's going to be singles in their fifth, uh, over 60s, 60 plus. Mm-hmm. And it'd be the same, as far as I've read, it'd be the same premise as The Bachelor. Uh, but everything, everyone's going to be over 60. And we started talking about this on the radio show. And I asked the question, I was like, you know, the one thing that people I think like about The Bachelor is that like there's so much, like it's Drawn. a bunch of 20 year olds that are like, drunk and yeah like they don't really like have their shit together yet and i don't know the older they're so people patty they're so right mean. they like and I, i'm trying not to like have a lot of judgment but like it's hard because now they're like all just 22 year olds that I like know. are influencers that don't have real jobs so it's really n- not all of them but a lot of them and it's hard to connect right like, i actually stopped watching the bachelor like three seasons ago because the one I, the last one I watched, I only watched it because I liked like the Bachelorette. I, she was like a, a runner up for the Bachelor the season before, and I didn't like yeah. him, but I liked her. Anyways, I stopped watching because it was so, just like, it just you couldn't connect with them, and they were just like so. Well, I don't. So I, I've, here's what I've said too, and and you'll you'll understand this is I don't know if the Bachelor changed or we just got older. No, I think it's our culture has changed. I, there was not Instagram when the Bachelor was on. There was That's no true. like social media. Like you didn't like you had some media presence, and so there was some celebrity factor after you won, right? Like you go on talk shows and you do these things, and you're like on featured on a magazine, but it wasn't. 
like you start endorsing all these supplements and you got this like weird right. following and you didn't have to work again. Like it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's we are a little older. like microcosm, you know what totally. I mean? I think we are older because when they, <laughs> when there'd always be like a 30 year old bachelor, bachelor contestant, they'd be like, what are they thinking? Like this, this cougar over here. She's like thirty. Like she's like thirty-one. I was like, she's and then, thirty-one. And was like, and like, what happened? I wonder what happened to her life. You know, this, oh this my poor, God. this poor maid over here can't even. You know, can't they, get like, her life together. Her. Like she's thirty-two. Like she's, right. she's like an Just, old, God. old hag over here. We're like, okay, and that's, I mean, that's what that's, I found. What? I was like, I just felt like I just got too old for the show. I just well, felt like that wasn't. I think like, that's part of it. I think that's part of it. But I think what's I think also they're getting younger. So I think when we, when it was like first big, they were like mid twenties, early twenties or right. mid twenties, late twenties. And that felt a little bit more appropriate because people are getting married later now. Like that's sure. just, they've, they've seen that the data shows that, but so that seemed appropriate. Like I'm ready to find love and get married. Now they're like 21, 22. Nobody really wants to get married. They just want to be famous. <laughs> and like, and they're all crying. Like I haven't, you know, I'm ready to meet the love of my life. I'm like, you're right. 21 years old. Like, no, you're not. Trust me. You don't I want know. to. And like your brain is babies. still developing. You're still, you're still a child for, you know. Yeah. For, let me for, tell you, um, as, as a, um, as someone that thought I was ready to get married at 25, um, I was not. Okay. Right. right. So I've got right. a better chance at this point though of being uh because by the way, I just turned 40 as the time this episode airs, which is crazy. Um, so i I think I'm closer to being on the golden bachelor than I am now at being on the <laughs> actual are. bachelor. That's so <laughs> how it changes. But give me give me your two cents on, I mean, not only what you think about the show as a person, but as a therapist, what your takeaway is for the golden bachelor. So as a show in wait, as a show, oh, so the golden well, as a show in general, I think it's really toxic. It's like women are pitted up against each other. Like they show they they have a lot of people coming forward after these shows now these days that like say like you know producers kind of get in their ears and like sure. tell them to do certain things. They like try to tell them like they have a good chance or a good shot with this you know the the lead or the bachelor or bachelorette, and they're like trying. They're like it's very manipulative and very orchestrated, which makes sense. It's television, sure, but I think it's just so terribly toxic. And then the whole premise of fighting over one person is just insane. And I used to watch it because it was like, it was dramatic, but it wasn't as obnoxious. So I've taken, now I'm no longer watching, but I don't know if I even want to watch this because like, can you imagine a bunch of 65 year old, six, 70 year old women just like, like being assholes to each other and like fighting <laughs> over this? Like, I don't know, like keep their golden years golden. It just doesn't make sense. It just, I think it's sweet. Like I, I was talking to a friend about this as a therapist. I was like, maybe they should do something like love is blind or like married at first sight where they're like, right. They're, they're, everyone gets kind of an equal chance. You're, you're pairing right. them up. Like you're wanting, like, like just let them be like, I just feel think, like, do you think uh -huh. it's going to be, and I, I'm just, I'm thinking out loud as we're talking. Do you think it's going to be like the, like the real housewives meets a dating show? Like no. when it comes to like this oh. older, older women, uh -huh. caddy. Like that I, kind I of that kind of attitude. I w when I thought golden because in the picture that I saw when it this post, I thought it was like seventy five to eight. I thought it was like golden golden. No, like, I, I think I think it's sixty plus. Oh, so read, 60 okay. Plus. So maybe you're right. So maybe it's a little bit more like or um, Real Houses, which I love that franchise. I'm a very big Bravo fan. Yeah. So then, may but even so, I I think part of why 
I don't love. I love Real Housewives, but also stuff stuff that's cringy is when you're seeing these like 65 year old women like yell at people and yell at each other like they're 13. Like that also irks me, right? Because like, there's there's just there's just lack of maturity and wisdom and insight. And you're like, you're 65, man. Like, <laughs> like what have you learned? And so I know I don't know. I honestly don't know what to expect. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. And this at this point, obviously, because we recorded this a little, um, you know, a few weeks ago. But we started talking about because I, I I made the statement. I'm like, I feel like there's not going to be any drama on this show because everyone's so much older. So we just we uh, we solicited for people to call the radio show, yeah, and and tell us uh, the the golden drama that you know about, right? Like, give us, dude. I mean, like, people Is be there wild. Golden drama? wiling out like nursing homes like uh well, just older people in general just like they, they still it's it's well it's okay drama. but see this is the nursing homes they're older like so this is where like if they were if if i feel like you're now that you're making this seem like it's a bunch of housewives like that seems like <laughs> it'll be actually like less depressing because i was just thinking of these like 75 80 year olds being like pitted against each other and like heartbroken because you know like Oh, that would be really sad. Like, imagine your great grandma getting her heart broken. Right. That, okay, that does make me sad. The, that now that I think sad. about that, like, like an eighty-five-year-old woman who's like ne- next to the grave, and she's like, "Oh, well, this was my last chance at love." Like, that she, would be sad. I but if it's so. like these catty, if it's these catty, like, like sixty-year-old like women, then maybe you, that could work. Did you know uh, there was like a milf mansion? Is that what it's called? Like milf? You know, I've uh, I, I've heard of it. Or uh, I never, like I never watched it, but uh, I, I've heard. So did you premise, watch it or no? No, the pre- and I should probably just try because I've had a couple people tell me about, like clients tell me about it, just like casually. Like I watch this terrible show. It's for my, like, it's like my outlet. I'm like, yeah. interesting. It's these women, and they're I think they're like 50s, 60s, and well, probably like I don't know. Anyways, these old these women, these you know fully yeah, full, mature gr- grown ass women, grown ass women bring their sons to this mansion and like the sons are dating the other moms. So it's like, <laughs> it's like a mixer for moms and their adult sons and they date each other, not their own children, obviously, but like, and I mean, I haven't watched it, so I can't say, but that in and of itself is like a little bit cringy. And I don't, don't know. Don't you ever think that like we've hit rock bottom as a humanity and then like oh, a I show do. like that comes out and we're like, wow, it actually gets a little worse. <laughs> you know, like well, even I like thought, Tiger King is so terrible, but we were all we had nothing we were, else to do. Well, I was we gonna say we, we, we would have taken anything at that point. Like we had there was nothing. <laughs> there was but you're nothing right, it does get worse. Us. You don't think it can and it does. And, and all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, we just got a little bit trashier than we were before. So I don't know. I I'm I probably you know, I didn't even know about it until a couple days ago, and I'll probably or three weeks ago. I will probably <laughs> <laughs> three three weeks and three days ago. Three weeks and three days. I will probably watch maybe one episode, but like I don't really have any. Wait, true now we're going interest. back to Golden Bachelor. Yeah, we're going back okay. there. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Not we're like Bachelor. Okay. Milf you Island. Wrap up the Golden Bachelor. No, what I'm watching right now is Sun. Um, what is it? Sunsets. Selling Sunset again. Oh, is that seven. is that um is that like trash TV? I don't really know much about it. I mean, it's all trash. Um, it, but is it like drama? It's a yeah. It's Oppenheimer. Like these these two twin male boys, man, men that own this big um, real estate group in Beverly Hills, and they you know they just have a bunch of hot, skinny, very very thin women that probably have eating disorders. So I was thinking about this today when I was watching it. I was like, this is not a healthy look. 
Not that that matters. Well, well it's just changed so much too. We, we talked about this three weeks ago on uh, Certified Mama's Boy about how Martha Stewart is on the cover. Uh, oh are gonna my be on gosh! I, why was I there for that conversation? Well, you should have been there. You, you, I couldn't get you on the podcast for three I, weeks. I was so I, busy. I was. I was trying to. T- I was like, this is. <laughs> but you this, know what? I kind of like that because I'm like, if Martha Stewart can be on the Sports Illustrated at 81, we should all just do what we want to do. Yeah, Truly. absolutely. But you know what? Uh, this all this conversation now is. Completely irrelevant and out of date. Okay, so uh, that is that is the end of our three week late pop culture conversation. And Leah got her fix to be a, a morning show. I didn't get my fix because I want to talk about Vanderpump Rules, but you won't let me. I don't so know anything now about it. I don't know anything about it. Okay, you should watch Sorry. it. I, oh, you should watch it. We should talk about it. I, we, that's that's in our new podcast called okay. um, Vanderpod Rules. Huh? Huh? Think no, about it. I don't know. Leah and I create a new podcast every time we do one of these, but yeah. we never actually go through with it. I know because we don't want to. Today's podcast is brought to you by Paired. If you're in a relationship, I recommend you try the Paired app. This is an app that you do with your partner. You download it. Your partner downloads it. Every day they give you questions and games and quizzes to have fun, stay connected, and deepen your conversation. You'll learn all kind of things about your partner that you never knew because it's questions you're not going to think to ask. And you wouldn't just sit down and be like, let's talk about the first time we met, right? It's kind of like a fun, cutesy way to be able to connect every single day right? It's simple. It's often hilarious. Every day you're going to get these quizzes to play the games or whatever it is. And you won't see the answers that your partners say until you give your answer too. I think you'll have a great time connecting with this app. Whether you've been on just a couple of dates or you've been together for a long time, it's time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner using Paired. Head to Paired.com slash Kramer to get a seven-day free trial and then 25% off if you sign up for a subscription. Head to P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Kramer to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. Care of is a subscription service that ships high quality personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every single month. And everybody's different. So when it comes to your health needs and goals, it's why Care of is here to make it easier than ever to stick to your vitamin routine that's personally retailored to your everyday wellness. No matter what you're like, what you're trying to work on, what you're trying to get through, they have got it. You take a short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals for a personalized doctor back recommendation, taking the guesswork out of the supplements that are best suited for you. And then they're going to send you their care of uh, daily vitamin packs. They're made from these uh, plant-based little envelopes, as I call them. And then every single day, you just rip off of the, the tab. You take what's in your little envelope that you've customized made for the right supplements. It's so easy. It's great for travel, too. You just got to throw them in your bag, your purse, and you're set to go. It's all personalized to your health. And that's what I love about Care Of. If you would like to get a special offer on Care Of, would love to offer you one. 50% off your first Care Of order. Go to takecareof.com slash Kramer and enter the code Kramer50. Again, that's 50% off your first Care Of order go to takecareof.com and enter the code kramer50 um we have to talk about good anger today and this is going to be a interesting i i don't even know where you're going to go with this i'm just going to sit back and kind of listen because i mean anger to me it's one of those emotions we all try to get away from right it's like nobody wants to feel angry nobody wants to feel you know aggression towards anything or anybody or so I don't know how in the world you're going to try to convince us in the next couple of minutes that anger can actually be good and what to do with it. So Whoops. ladies and gentlemen, it's just, uh, it's, it's the pop culture talk is over. Now she puts therapist <laughs> hat on for, uh, God for damn it. I'm so, sorry. Now we have to switch gears. Yeah. No, so when I, well, 
I don't, I don't want to say if it's anger is anger. I don't want to say like what's good anger, but what I'm, what, what I'm trying, what I'm suggesting is that anger when managed effectively, meaning like you're not like aggressive, you're not yelling, you're able to, to cope and, and manage it in a way that's productive. So you're not hurting other people can actually be helpful. It can be cathartic. It can cue to, I don't know, like it can cue to injustice. So a lot of, a lot of us think anger is bad. We like see feelings as bad or good, right? Like anxiety is bad. Anxious is bad. Right. Um, anger is bad. Jealousy is bad, but feelings essentially are just our like reaction and experience and response to an event. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's all, that's all feelings are is like our response and understanding of an event or stressor. And if you look at it that way, Anger is just another emotion that passes. And the thing about anger, which I don't think people truly, well, especially women, right? But I don't think people truly understand is that it can cue something. So it can cue that something something else is going on that we're struggling with other areas, right? If like, I don't know if you know this, like, you know, you know, when like some you just are having a rough day and then like you do like you knock something over and it's like the worst thing that could possibly happen and you just like explode like that. Can so you're cure. saying like everything that's like not the actual trigger, but everything else is led up to the trigger that then causes right. a bigger eruption. Yeah. Yeah. So anger can cue that something else is going on. We're struggling with something else. It can keep, mm. it can actually, I mean, anger is often a response to injustice, right? So if, if people are being treated unfairly, like I, you know, like what's going on in the world and people's rights being taken away or limited mm. right now. Like mm-hmm. that makes me angry and that's cause there's injustice. So is that unhealthy? I don't think so. I think it's like a pretty, a pretty reasonable response to the world. That's event. interesting. So you're saying you can actually use your anger and kind of work backwards to yeah, kind of I see like advocate. Like I, I know for me, I, especially when I was working at the clinic and doing more social worky stuff, um, previously for nonprofits, it helped me advocate. If I saw injustice or was angry about a situation where a client was not being treated fairly or, um, you know, saw things that were maybe unethical in a program, I would, I would speak up. Like I'm that, I'm that squeaky wheel. And it's usually because of anger, because I see something that's wrong or unjust and it makes me want to act so we can take that energy and act on it and not in a way that's harmful, but that's helpful or that's productive or, or going to change a system or, respond to a stressor in a way that again, like is, is protective, right? So anger can be protective. Think about like being a parent, like a mama bear, you mm. know, like a, you just have this, this inner innate need to protect. And so anger is not bad if you're protecting someone or advocating. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. And I thought about this too. So, um, because we're we're entering, like it or not, we are entering back into political season, y'all. I know, just like it was just here, and I think a lot of people feel themselves getting that feeling, you know, when you start to see certain things. I mean, listen, there's plenty, there's plenty to have been angry, like whatever that thing, the social issue recently that's, that's like driven you crazy, you know. I don't, yeah. I don't care if it's politics, if it's guns, if it's mental health, if it's women's rights, if it's whatever. Right. I've never thought about like working that backwards, but like, so how do you, I guess, because I think that people may, maybe if we're talking about good anger, I feel like that a lot of people use it in the wrong way. Right. right. Like taking so, it out on others, you yell or you're aggressive right. or maybe you like, like take off, right? Like you're just, you, sure. leave, you, you dip from a situation when maybe it's best that you stay like, right. Um, yeah. So are you saying like, how do you cope with those? Well, what do you, yeah. What do you do with that? I guess is the question. Like, what but, do you, like what, how do you, 
effectively use this anger then that like, and I guess our, maybe we should compare effective and ineffective uses of anger so, so that we the get the difference is, here. Yeah. So I think part of any feeling is mindfulness and, and you, that's not meditation necessarily. It's right. It's like noticing, okay, I'm feeling anxious. Okay. I'm feeling angry. Okay. I'm feeling whatever feeling and acknowledging it and honoring it and even holding space for it. Because I think when we shove a feeling down or we shame ourselves for feeling, however, it tends to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, and then it becomes this monster that we fear and that we become very overwhelmed by. So the first part of any, like, but especially anger, the first thing to do is to acknowledge it. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm feeling angry right now. And then just be curious about it. So that's the mindfulness thing where you're curious about it versus judging it as good or bad. And then figuring out like, what do I need right now? So I think what we want to do is make sure we're not at a 10 because, you know, when we're at like a six or seven on the scale, like the anger scale or feeling distressed, we have more capacity to cope with it versus when we're at a 10, it's almost too fucking late. Excuse me, but it is right. We're like, right. we pop our lids or what is it? Pop your lids. Is that a thing? Right? Uh, sure. We can go with it. I well, see what you're well, saying. We, we, you know, we like, we, we reach our boiling point, right? At 10. There you and, go. And then that makes more act- sense. Yeah. Your amygdala is like, activated. You can't really think super logically and for you don't have that forward thinking because that part of your brain that's into planning is not there. So what you want to do is try it again to be mindful, acknowledge the feeling and then do what you need to do to regulate. So whether that's taking some deep breaths, going for a walk, or even just validating your feelings like, yeah, this is fucked up. Like, excuse me. It's like, this is an okay situation, for example, right? Like it's not okay. Sometimes we just need that beat to like- sure recognize what kind we're of bring everything back down yes Which, and that, that by fun. the way i'm terrible at okay that i don't usually get that beat in there i'm usually like we have to handle this and we have to handle this right now it needs to be addressed and we need to talk right. about it when a lot of people with like that have past trauma or just have been in hi- hyper stressful situations like even like military like you know you're like a veteran it's it's yeah. hard sometimes when you're always on edge to risk to, to like to find that that area between that, like, I don't know, between seven and 10, like it's really hard. Sure, you just you sure. kind of, you flip because of like your body's just used to being so amped up and, and fighting. So I do think it's hard for a lot of people. And so it's a practice and it's, I, I tell a lot of my clients, let's start with things that are mildly annoying or mildly um, frustrating. <laughs> like, yeah, like don't Lucy, start, like, don't like, start at the top. Well, like, you know, like Lucy whining to like, go outside and like be on the balcony. Like it's night right. and like, and, and I'll be, you know, like on like a, a work call or like in session right. with someone at home. And she's versus like, whining. like, versus like you're, you're uh, a strange father who uh, treated you like shit as a kid. Maybe we'll just, you know, we'll deal with the dog stuff first. And then we can kind of like totally. move forward and to like you, other. Yeah. And if you can work <laughs> in and practice those skills with those more minor annoyances or situations that are stressful or, or slightly activating, then you, then once those bigger events come up, yeah, like you're a strange dad, you like have the capacity to sure. know, okay, this is what I need to do to manage it and to like respond in a way that's more appropriate or effective. Today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Thankfully, we have them on our show today. I love therapy. This is the easiest way I've been able to connect and do therapy. I pay for this now because I am such a fan of this. And it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else needs from you, right? But if you've ever taken time to really like stop and think about what you need from yourself, a lot of that's going to be some self-discovery or some healing. And that's I'm like in the healing phase of my therapy session where I'm not really dealing with anything directly, but I'm kind of going back and working on stuff that has 
been issues before, right? And so if you've never been to therapy before, I know it can seem, seem intimidating, but BetterHelp makes it so much easier. I mean, it's entirely online. It's convenient. It's flexible. It's suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch your therapist anytime with no charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kramer today to get 10% off your first month. It's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. Athletic Greens is a proud sponsor of Certified Mama's Boy. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to work on my digestion digestion system, and uh, it's worked great, but it's been like so much more than that. Like I didn't realize how many of my systems were actually off. It wasn't just my gut health, but so many things it makes me feel better for. And that's the great thing about AG1. It's a daily powder that you take, and it really does work on your whole entire body. Like I thought it was like, if I can just get my gut health in check, that'd be great, but it's been so much more. With 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogen to start your day out right, it is the perfect blend to start your day. From your gut health to your nervous system to your immune system to your energy, your recovery, your focus, it is aiding every single one of these things. If this sounds right to you, then you know what to do. You got to support the podcast, support our sponsors, make it easy on you too. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, we've done a whole episode, a whole mini episode together now, Leah. How do you feel about that? I feel good. I like that. I get my dose of pop culture in there. Got it all in. And yeah. It everything. I feel like yes. it's a very effective, a very effective episode. Okay, everyone go. Make sure you follow Leah if you don't already. This is what we do every Monday, by the way, these little mental health Mondays with her. And uh, she has tons of content from eBooks to books to social media. I think that's about it. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of content that's out there that she puts together. And I, I can only imagine. You can follow me on Instagram at her true empowerment or go to my website at her true empowerment.com. So check it out. 